You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hi, Lauren here, Education Editor. Today I interviewed the University of Newcastle's Associate Professor Eugene Nalivaiko. An expert in the neurobiology of stress, he, along with a team of researchers, have established a new method for detecting resilience. Can you tell me a bit about the background to the research? What led to you doing it? Uh, well, the study was initiated by our interaction with defence and uh, defence forces are particularly interested to identify and determine um, psychological readiness of their members in the sense of um, psychological resilience because uh, they they realize that they perform incomparably much more training with physical of physical strengths and weapon skills and very little in terms of <coughs> training um, stress management skills and to better address this issue it is necessary to understand what is the level of resilience and resilience is basically can be determined as ability to successfully bounce back after psychological trauma. Uh, usually it is determined by means of questionnaires, by psychometric scales. And uh, until now, there was no attempt to have to assess it objectively by means of measuring some biological parameters. And that's what we succeeded to demonstrate in our work, that by measuring simple biological measures, it is possible to uh, more or less accurately determine the level of uh, resilience in individuals. How much corroboration of this research will you need until it can be reliable and applied to real-life settings? It requires uh, replication on larger scale. You mentioned a few of the different applications for this technology, one being obviously the military and the other being in schools. And I was hoping you could talk a bit more about uh, how it could be used in schools as well as any other applications that it might have. I'll start from the... (laughs) Uh, from the point that um, uh, burden of mental health is very substantial in Australia and all over the world. And specifically, it's related to uh, mood disorders like anxiety and depression. And it would be enormously beneficial to be able to identify susceptible individuals in advance. Uh, well before they develop their psychopathology and subject them to some kind of psychological interventions. That's a far-going aim. So how do you foresee that happening? Would it be done by a medical professional or a school administrator? Well, we still didn't address this issue, but uh, this is something to... (laughs) to consider in the future. This is far-going aim. Do you have any general tips for 
dealing with stress apart from obviously looking at preventative measures? Oh, absolutely, yes. This is actually the subject of our joint project with Ron Walker that we uh, were awarded last year. Uh, Maybe you have heard about um, it's to do with virtual reality-based resilience training. This is a $2 million contract funded by Defense, and the purpose of it is to develop based on the best evidence-based approaches to develop a comprehensive program for resilience training. And we are now in full progress with this project. Um, So do you have any findings from it so far? Uh, It's it's not... um, The purpose of the project is to not, not to conduct research, but to develop real... Um, intervention and well eventually we will test it but first of all we need to have it developed so when will that happen when will it be developed Uh, we are now in the first year of the project and the duration is three years so in a couple years time is there anything else that you would like to say uh, possibly that uh, this work, uh, both <laughs> our current project and published work, was done in collab- close collaboration with GSTG, uh, which is Defense Science Technology Group, and in particular with Professor Eugene Aidman. And from our university side, uh, I, there are two of us, me and Professor Ron Walker, who are there. Uh, co-director of UN uh, Biometrics Center. That's probably all I wanted to mention.